0: Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us again, producer. Ueno. Oh,
1: <laughs> this guy keeps coming back. Hey, well, yeah. Producers always come back. We give him two episodes, for God's sakes. <laughs> it's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right.
2: So today we're talking about a very interesting kind of conversation here. I, this kind of came out of left field for myself. So the And heck? not from Left Field Brewery. No, I will say. Yeah, that's good. So the headline that we have here on a newspaper article is convenience stores propose made in Ontario beverage alcohol sales. So this is going to get a little bit political, a little bit uh, legal, and we'll see where we end up on this one. So this could be a hot topic. It could be a deal or no deal. And we could be done in two minutes. Who knows? We could be. (laughs) So did you guys read the article? I did, yes. Excellent. Yeah. Perfect. So where do you guys want to start with this one? So convenience stores propose made in Ontario beverage alcohol. Maybe we start with, let's go kind of broad and, and bring ourselves in a little bit. Convenience stores in general. Should they or should they not
1: be able to sell alcohol? I'll open it up to the floor. So for myself personally, I think they sh- bottle shops and convenience stores should be separate. Okay. So for example, I'll use 7-Eleven. Okay, because
2: yes, they are actually they one the ones in there. Yeah, they are one of the ones that actually you know applied for
1: several different licenses mm-hmm. yeah. for the, so if, the HCO. In, in my personal opinion, if I went to a Seven Eleven, yeah, I'm okay with them selling beer. That's fine. It's but it should be Budweiser, Coors, like all the all the domestics, right? Okay. it shouldn't be you know your Cowbells, your Sada Cities, your you know Andersons, your you know Sleeping Giants, your whatever. It shouldn't be anything that's local.
2: It should, should literally... should be, not be. Yeah, it
1: should not be. Sorry. Okay. It should be anything no, that's... No, you said that. I just yes, clarification here. Yeah. Yeah. It should be anything that's just readily available anywhere else. Okay. And you know what? If you want to pick up a beer at 11.30 on a Friday night at a six-pack and make a little ultra to go to your friend's house, that's fine. Obviously, as long as you're doing it responsibly and drinking and not drinking and driving. But, like, for me, I'd like 7-Elevens and all mainstream convenience stores to sure. stick with domestics okay. and have your bottle shops as, you know, you get your Blood Brothers and your Third Moons and everything right. else like that. Yeah, right? fair enough. That's Chris,
0: actually. what do you got? Well, I guess, so why does it matter what brewery they're selling it from?
1: I think for me, and this is just, again, my personal opinion. Yep. Right? If you're going to a, again, mass convenience store, 7-Eleven, Circle K, all yeah, 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 ones. yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be the mass-produced beer, okay? If you're going to a local convenience store, that's just like a one sure, one-off, sure. like a you know, there's a like a mom and pop yeah, mom store. Yeah, store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By okay. all means, then all right. to sell local. Chris, Ontario what do you got? Beer.
0: So, I I don't know that it necessarily bothers me one way or the other. I know a big concern about having them selling beer is you know the Making sure that everyone that's buying the beer is of age, right? right. That's, well, a, yeah, big that's a big concern. Yeah, can, I, sure. can I jump in on this? Yeah.
2: So, to kind of go off that point, I propose this. So, the CICC, okay, which is like the convenience store kind of conglomerate, like all the convenience stores have their association, they go on this. They would disagree with this
0: because they sell cigarettes, right? Yeah.
2: So, here's the thing you're 15, 14 years old, you're getting a job try to get a job at a convenience store. How many people work at convenience stores, gas stations, gas bars, and they're the only one working majority yeah. of the time? You no longer can work there unless you are the age to sell alcohol if they put these alcohol restrictions in place to sell alcohol. You can be 15, 16, 17, 18 and sell tobacco products because it's different, Right? And lottery products? And, lo- and lottery. Yeah. You don't have to be your legal age, but alcohol you do with your smart serve. So, here's right. the thing. So, now you've taken your working class and said, everybody under the age of 18 cannot work at a convenience store by themselves who sell alcohol products. Now, the convenience store industry. I'm going to just kind of keep on going, and I apologize. The convenience no, store. No,
0: you 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 know more about it than me. So, the convenience store
2: industry thinks that this is going to be an opportunity for them to make more money. The last time you were in a convenience store was
1: when uh, six thirty tonight when I picked up uh, some gum
0: and uh, a couple Gatorades.
1: But you're not going to be going there for. Alcohol.
0: I haven't been there for a you're long, gonna long your time. You're going to do your
2: online ordering yeah. on LCBO. You're going to do beer mm-hmm. store. You're going to be getting your gas, and you're going to be gone. If you need alcohol, you're, you're going to be planning ahead of it. I disagree with this whole entire convenience store aspect of it. They think they're going to be making more money. But once you go ahead and take things and put them off the shelf to put alcohol on the shelf, is you've actually lessened your ability to make certain money on certain products. And now, guess what? There's a convenience store right here, and across the street, there's another convenience store. Right. There's not an ability to just say, I have exclusivity, because that just doesn't exist. And not only that, but now I'm paying somebody or trying to hire, and I'll tell you right now, it is extremely difficult to hire any individual and say, I'm going to pay you minimum wage to work certain amount of hours to sell alcohol to individuals because you're over the age of 18. Not only that, but you're still limited in your ability to sell alcohol between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. at retail mm-hmm. outlets. So it doesn't right. matter what you're doing because I can just go to no frills. And I actually think the timing is a little bit different on that. It's actually, I think, 11 to 11
0: or 7 to 11. It's 11, to 11. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But at the end of the day, I can go to no frills and do the exact same
0: thing. Yeah. And I I, I think it's a mentality thing, right? Like, Consumers right now, they're not thinking like, oh, I can go get beer at a convenience store. It would take some time to actually Mm -hmm. put that in people's head. And the grocery store example is good because in Ontario here, we hadn't had beer sales in grocery stores for a long, long time, right? Right. right. So, but it's different because you're at the grocery store way more often than the convenience store. A grocery
2: store is a convenience store more than a convenience store is a convenience
0: store. Absolutely, because you're, you're getting more things at the grocery store than the than convenience store. Convenience store, you don't store.
1: Get. I'm not going to pay $6 for a bag of chips when I can get that at a grocery store for yeah. $3. And, and guess what? If They're if both still the, going to have the same amount of chips and half the air in the bag. <laughs> it's true.
0: It's and true. if you're at the grocery store, then you might say, oh, I might get, you know, two or three cans or something like that and pick them up. And, but y- if you're at the convenience store paying for your gas... You're probably just going to pay for your gas. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And this is where I go back. And I, uh, I appreciate it, Ted, that you made a good point. Thank you. Uh, about you know how difficult it is to hire somebody who's going to work minimum wage when they're 18 plus at a convenience store that has to sell right alcohol. Guess what? For all employers at th- right now, it's difficult to hire anybody. Yeah. Right? And being in the line of work I'm in, I know this firsthand. Right. Like I've had people come to us and it's like, we need 40 people by next week. Yeah. Okay. I can give you four. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's not going to happen, which is why I'm okay with keeping the domestics, your Budweiser's, your Coors, all that stuff. They can go to seven 11 They can go to all that. That's fine. Right. But so, not the Ontario craft beer. Right. It's a and little bit different
2: right? too. When you go ahead and say, okay, I am drunk and I want cigarettes. That's one argument. Right. When you say I'm drunk and I want alcohol. That's a different argument. So now you have to have somebody who can handle that situation working at a convenience store. Now we go to the producer's thoughts. The first thing was disagree. Now the disagreement was on Brett's original comments. Uh, You know, if they want to sell local craft beers, good on them. Now, when I read through the article, right, this is kind of funny because what's actually proposed by the CICC is that it's only for a year and like two months. So you're trying to go ahead and tell the Ontario government what we'll do is we'll sell only Ontario craft beers, Ontario ciders, Ontario wines for a year. I'm going to be honest with you, working in government a year is nothing. Hey, this is true. Yeah. So yeah. your promise is to say we'll just sell Ontario stuff for a year. I'm going to again hit you with the facts. Who's got the money? It's not going to be the big Ontario breweries, Ontario craft beer, Ontario wineries. You're going to have individuals from the large companies coming in and saying, no, 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 no. we're going to be putting up a stink about this because this isn't right. Your Coors, your Labatt's, your Budweiser, whomever it might be, and who's got the pull? So you can go ahead and say, I'm going to sell only exclusivity to Ontario breweries, Ontario wineries. That's not going to do anything for the industry. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I'm all for craft beer, as we know. But let's let's talk honesty here, right?
0: Yeah, and I think we've seen with Ontario craft breweries is there's some in the LCBO, but most of the beer that people are consuming is bought directly from the brewery, right? So right. I don't think it even matters if they can have the opportunity to be put in convenience stores. I don't know that they'll take that opportunity. They'll just continue to sell the way that they've been selling. So I think the kicker in the article is made in
1: Ontario. You know, alcohol, beer, wine, salsa right. and stuff, right? But you also have to think of it like Budweiser, La, Bats, La Bats, Right down the street. It's right literally street, yeah. all made in Ontario. Right. So it's not just saying, oh, you can have your, you know, your Four Octivers, your Blood Brothers, your Third Moons, all that stuff at a local uh, community store. No, it's going to be... Oh, you can have Budweiser. That was made in Ontario. Made and what Ontario, can right? I
2: have on the shelf longer? I can have a Labatt on the shelf a lot longer. And this was a, a, a mm-hmm. mention by the producer. Then I could have an Anderson beer. Absolutely,
1: it's true. Because a, the a, degradation a, yeah. of the actual product, an IPA, like a New England IPA, a fresh New England IPA is going to sit on a has a shelf life of three months. Right. A Labatt Blue has a shelf life of like three years. <laughs> because nobody's going to drink it. It's, right. just a simple, it's just as simple as that, right? Um, so in terms of like, you know, obviously kind of the alcohol laws have kind of relaxed yeah. due to the a- lockdown. AGCO
2: changed some of the right. rules and regulations. You know, allowed
1: takeout delivery at restaurant, which I'm, I'm, I'm a big component of that aspect of it.
2: So right? here, here's where, you, where we kind of meet this fork in the road, right? Is this script, I, I understand it. There's the convenience aspect of it, and then there's the rules and regulations that have changed through you know COVID times. And there's a great divide between the two, and I don't think they kind of go hand in hand at all. Um, with this being said, we saw the buck of beer. We saw, okay, we're going to implement a or implementation of alcohol into uh, the grocery stores. There was the promise that there was going to be this change, deal or no deal, with respect to convenience stores, right? Now, that changed with respect to the beer store and their expiration of their actual contract, which is a uh, Mm 10-year contract to 2025, but things got complicated in between step A and step B. And I think with the convenience store aspect is I don't see it as a positive to literally anybody. Um, convenience stores are going to obviously say, you know, we need it. We need the opportunity to sell. We need the opportunity to sell. Now you're looking at a workforce that doesn't exist. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've already talked about that. But I do think that there have been strides made, f- like going forward, modernization of the AGCO Alcohol Gaming Commission of Ontario rules and regulations that have permitted specifically with cideries, right? That you can have a cider, you can sell your own alcohol on your local farm. I'm all for
1: that. This is a little bit different, and I want to make the distinction between the two. So my thing is, obviously, when the uh, kind of deal in 2018 hit a snag, nobody predicted COVID was going to be a thing, right? Which is fair. But still, at the end of the day, bottle shops or restaurants allowing takeout and delivery should be okay. I'm okay with that aspect of it. It's the 7 and that big conglomerate convenience stores that say, oh, we need this, we need this. Yeah, you're already making money. Who cares? <laughs> right?
2: See, but the thing is, is they, don't, they don't see it that way, and, that, and that's fine. And this is where our podcast is in favor of craft breweries and right. promoting the craft beers and the craft beer industry. Um, I, just, I personally don't think the convenience stores itself is the vehicle in order to make their sales what they need it to be. What they're doing right now is great. Do your sales throughout Ontario. Do your uh, pitches to, to podcasts, influencers. Do your 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 sales to bottle shops. Get the information out there, right? And that's what craft breweries are doing. They do a great job independently, and they should be applauded for that effort. I think it'd be very difficult to get them into a convenience store.
1: Yeah. I think
0: it's going to be a longer shelf life, too. Uh, I also don't think that they would even... Consider putting themselves into the convenience stores um, just because, like we mentioned, they already have their outlets of how to get their beer out there. Right? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. You're not wrong. So, any final thoughts or are we going to
1: close? Uh, I just think, like, in terms of that, I am not uh, on board for the big convenience stores to keep making more money when local places could make money off local beers themselves.
2: For sure. All right. Let's wrap it up. So that's going to be all for today's producer special. Thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, so keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these unique producer specials.
1: Remember, drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. So from all
2: of us, and producer Wayne, I'm Tyler, I'm Brett, and I'm Chris, and together we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs.